Hey, Dog Nation, I'm Brandon Adams. This is a very special Go for Two and 22 event. We're live here. What's known as Media Day for the Peach Bowl. As Georgia obviously gets ready to take on Ohio State on Saturday. And right now inside the College Football Hall of Fame, every Georgia coach, every player right here in the room. And over the course of the next 45 minutes, we're going to try to walk around and talk to as many guys as we can, including right over here. I've got co-Georgia defensive coordinator Glenn Schumann. We're going to see if we can slide over here and get a chance to hear from Coach Schumann. You'll see him. I'm going to try to ask him a couple of questions, and it's just going to kind of go that way. We're going to bounce around the room. We're going to see if we get a chance to talk to, including Glenn Schumann right now. Yeah, I think when you're in the coaching profession, especially in college coaching, it's really rewarding because you get to see these guys. In, in some cases, a guy like Dresden Marshall I met when he was a freshman in high school, so I've now been going on eight years of my life with him. So seeing them grow up and they become a part of your life, and you have a vision for what you want them to become. And when you see guys uh, mature and grow and become the best versions of themselves, it's one of the most rewarding things about being a coach. Coach, when you look at the challenge of facing Ohio State on Saturday, what's interesting about this offense as a competitor, as a guy who likes to draw this kind of stuff up, what energizes you like a chance to go out here and face the Buckeyes on Saturday? I think when you're a coach, you, you want to be challenged. As a player, you want to be challenged. You want to ultimately you get into the sport of football or athletics in general for you know to compete at a high level. So you're really talented across the board, both players and coaches, and uh, it's be a great challenge. And that's what's exciting. You guys are obviously in the midst of trying to win a national championship. You also had a very successful 2023 signing class as well. First of all, congratulations on three great linebackers. What was the process like of bringing guys like C.J. Allen, Raylan Wilson, and uh, obviously Troy Bowles into the mix here? And what do you like about those guys individually? Yeah, the, the process, you know, obviously it starts early on with with talent identification and everything. And then it starts with once you identify the talent and the skill set that you think that you like, you start to get to know the person and you want to know that the person's the right fit. And so there was a lot of personal investment with both them and their families in Hey, them seeing that we're the right, that, that we, myself as a linebacker coach, Coach Smart's the head coach, the whole program is the right fit for them and vice versa. And so just a lot of uh, time invested. They're all uh, really athletic guys, really motivated, uh, high character, uh, competitive, and they all came and, and worked out for me at one point. I got to see, you know, it's not necessarily sometimes the workout isn't about the skill set because you've already identified that's what you like. It's, it is how do we work together? How do you respond to being challenged? and being coached hard, and, and all those guys really handled that well. So I think they'll be great fits for us. Coach, thanks for your time. Best of luck on Saturday. Getting a chance to talk to Glenn Schumann there, the co-defense coordinator of the Georgia Bulldogs. That's kind of how it's going to go here. We're going to walk around. We're going to talk to some guys. We're going to kind of see uh, how this plays out here. Obviously, a lot on the mind of these Georgia players. We get ready for the Peach Bowl coming up on Saturday. We've got cornerback Kamari Laster over here. What a great season he's had. Kamari, you're live on Dog Nation right now. Congratulations on a great season. Uh, how does it feel to be back in the college football playoff with a chance to win another national championship? Um, it feels pretty good. Yeah, no doubt about that. When you look at Ohio State, obviously everybody knows the wide receiver story there. Uh, as a cornerback individually, what's fun about that challenge for you, knowing you're going to get a chance to line up and obviously you're one of the best and now you get a chance to measure yourself against guys who also think of themselves as one of the best as well? Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's why you come to Georgia. You want to, you know, play against the best player in the big games. You know, it's um, it's a great challenge for me and uh, my teammates, you know, and uh, I look forward to it. What's different maybe about this year being in Atlanta for the semifinal game as opposed to a year ago being in Miami, uh, closer to home? Is, is there a different vibe around this knowing you guys are? Only a few miles from campus right now? Uh, not really. You know, we just, wherever we play, you know, we, we come for business. So, I mean, we got the same mindset where we play. You're obviously a lot younger than I am, too. You may not be aware of the fact. It's been a long time since George has played Ohio State. Uh, how much are you and the players going to talk about the fact that 
Georgia's this huge brand. Obviously, everybody knows who they are. Ohio State's this huge brand. And yet we really haven't seen them on the field together too much. Is that the kind of thing that you and your teammates have thought much about? Uh, not really. We're just trying to, you know, stick to football. Well, listen, best of luck on Saturday. Thanks for spending some time with us. Okay? Thank you. Uh, good stuff there with Kamari Laster, one of the outstanding quarterbacks in this team. We've also got Chaz Chambliss over here there as well. Chaz, you're live here on Dog Nation. First of all, congratulations on a wonderful season. And how exciting is it to be back in the college football playoff here once again? I mean, it's a great opportunity. There's only four teams out of, what, 130 teams in visual football. It's just a great opportunity. When you look at your position group, the outside linebacker spot, obviously Tennessee game, pass rush is a very big deal. National championship last year against Alabama, pass rush very effective. How important is that in this game in particular, especially knowing that C.J. Stroud's a Heisman finalist quarterback? How important is that pass rush generating that to kind of a similar degree what you guys have in previous big games? How big is that for a game like this? It's always big. I mean, it helps guys like Kamari. Uh, as we get there, the better the coverage will be um, and vice versa. Um, you know, just trying to control Stroud. He's a great quarterback. He has ability to run. He has great throwing talent. So it's just being able to control him. Also, what looks like the Ohio State offensive line has actually done a pretty good job protecting him. Now, part of that's just because they have good players up front. But what else have you seen when you've kind of looked on film and what Ohio State does from a kind of an offensive line standpoint about why they have been able to kind of keep him upright for most of the year? And they're just a great line. Um, they play great. They play together. Um, it's just a great challenge. Last thing for you, your alma mater, Carrollton, had quite a run through the 7A playoffs. Do you get much of a chance to pay attention to that? I got, I got to be able to pay attention to it, yes. That's good. Well, listen, best of luck, and thanks for spending some time with us, okay? Sure. Uh, good stuff there with Chas Chambliss, the uh, Georgia outside linebacker, and we're just going to do that, folks. We're going to walk around here. We're going to kind of see who we see, see who we get a chance to talk to, and uh, obviously some of this is just going to kind of be catch as catch can here. We'll sort of see uh, the ESPN folks are doing the same thing. Walking by right there, she's sort of doing uh, the same thing, so we'll walk around here and see who we get a chance to talk to. Uh, Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett's over here. What do you say we do this? Let's walk over and get a little closer. Let's see if we can hear actually a little bit uh, from Bennett here right now. We'll see if we're able to do that. We may sneak over and talk to Stetson Bennett some more here in uh, just a little bit. Also get a chance to talk to uh, Cedric Von Prime Granger here, there as well. Uh, he's uh, looks like he's doing smart work here. Let's see what uh, what Cedric's got going on right now. Cedric, we had no idea you were such a talented artist. <laughs> um, yeah, God did bless me with that talent. Uh, to be honest, though, this is just a sketch. Uh, kind of trying to put some things in place. So obviously one of the things you guys also wanted to put in place this year was a chance to win the Joe Moore Award. You talked about that before the season. Came up just a little bit short, but obviously honored to be a finalist. How much are you guys motivated in the playoff to go out and show that you really are the best offensive line in the country? Um, I, I think it adds a little bit, um, but ultimately um, my, our biggest thing is we want to make sure that we're putting this team in the best possible position um, to win. So ultimately it does suck to not you know, winning Joe Moore, and we respect their decision, but at the same time, we can't be overly emotional just for the simple fact of um, we have a game in it. So just just for that fact. Alone. This is the Ohio State team that has a history of getting after the quarterback pretty well. When you look at the challenge you guys will face with protecting stats a minute, opening up holes for running game, what specifically about this game is on your mind right now? We just have to go out there and compete really um, I think Ohio State's really, really talented up front. Um, they have a lot of guys that are really good with their hands, quick, um, different things like that. So, really, for us, it's just going to be matching the challenge of, you know, what they do best, um, which is really get up the pressure. Congratulations, a great season. I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Thank you. Getting a chance to talk to Senator Von Prine Granger there, a terrific center leader for this offensive line, obviously a guy that plays such a pivotal role on Saturday. 
We're going to walk over here in a moment, and let's see. Uh, you see Nolan Smith walking He's actually doing TV work, it appears. Uh, also may have a chance to sneak over here and talk to Darnell Washington in a minute there as well. We'll see if we can do that. we got Bradley Jones over here, too. So let me see if I can get over here and uh, talk to some of these guys who obviously got to play a pivotal role. Uh, here's Broderick Jones right now. Robert, you might have asked a couple of questions. Hey, you're live on Dog Nation. First of all, congratulations on a you know, great year. And what's fun for you about being in Atlanta? Obviously, it's a town you know very well. Getting a chance to play the college ball playoff here. What's exciting for you about that? You know, it's just a it's just a a moment that we all sit back and look at because we started the season in Atlanta. So, you know, at the start of the season, you know, we played pretty well. Um, then we move on to the SC championship, you know, we played pretty well. Um, you know, a couple things could have been fixed, but at the end of the day, we overall played pretty well as a team. So, you know, it's just exciting playing in Atlanta, just being able to play back at home, you know, in the city of Atlanta for Georgia. So it's just a surreal moment just sitting back looking at it. A lot's happened for you over the course of the last year. You kind of emerged as this team's offensive tackle in the national championship game. A lot of people credit your insertion into that game with one of the things that helped propel Georgia to win. Have you had time much to think about what the last year's been like for you? The fact that you did play such a pivotal role in beating Alabama and you've kind of taken the, the leadership role in this team since then. What's the last year been like for you? Uh, I can just tell you this much. I know one man doesn't, you know, <laughs> create a whole show. So, you know, I don't I don't look at it as if I just came in and changed the game. You know, I just look at it as I can help my team in any way possible. You know, I just try to be the best man I can be, you know, to help the team out in any way. You know, help the younger guys, help lead them, help help the older guys when they need it. You know, and they also help me when I need it as well. So, you know, everybody just has a, a role to play and, you know, a big moment. So being able to just push your teammates to be their best is what we usually do. Obviously, one of the hot topics this week's been the status of your partner on the other side there, Warren McClendon. What can you tell us about Warren's health Saturday? Uh, I really don't. I really don't know much about Warren, just because I'm so locked in on trying to focus on the game and be prepared for the game. You know, I really don't keep up with injuries with other players. You know, I, you know they're still in my prayers. You know, even even though like they're hurt, you know they still with the team. They're still trying to get back and trying to be the best they can be. Thanks for your time. Best of luck on Saturday. Uh, great stuff there from Robert Jones. Uh, we'll get a chance to talk to Darnell Washington over here. Uh, Darnell, you're live on Dog Nation right now. I'm not going to ask you this. You get the sense you've obviously come over from Las Vegas, and yet since you've been here in Georgia, you've really made yourself a fan favorite amongst so many of our audience. Do you get the sense of how much Dog Nation has enjoyed watching you and the unique way that you play tight end and the unique things that you brought to this offense? Have you have you had fun being down here in the state of Georgia for your college career? Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's very interesting, it's very different from from the desert. So. Uh, I mean, I like it. It's different. That's why I came before. Absolutely. You found a, a great touchdown in the uh, SEC championship there. Beautiful route. Got a chance to do that. You've been a really big part of this offense here this year, both in terms of catching the football and obviously opening up a lot of holes in the blocking game there as well. From your perspective, how do you see your growth as a player and the way in which you kind of become a little bit of a cornerstone of what Georgia does offensively? I feel like I'm, I'm for sure a role player, man. And, uh, I like I just do what coach t tells me to do and uh you know to my best of ability and uh you know I just I just feel like every position on the field is important man if that's a key block on the backside that that could help Kenny McIntosh run to the right and just score you know like you never know like what if that you know that guy hawks him down and so like you know I just even a ball's coming our way, or if it's not, you know, I'm going to still do it to the best of the ability. How much fun has it been, and how much have you kind of drawn, I guess, energy as a competitor by the fact that you have such a deep, tight end room? Obviously, most would say that you have a bright NFL future. They would say Brock Bowers does, too. Guys like Oscar Delp also 
uh, maybe one day the same kind of conversation. How much have you enjoyed also playing with other guys who themselves are really potentially uh, great, capable playmakers too? I love it, man, because, you know, learning from even Oscar may have a tip or two, you know, to teach, you know, the older players or I may have a tip to teach them or whatever it may be, but we all get each other better and uh, iron sharper iron, man, definitely in the meeting room, man. So last thing for you, does it ever get old? I mean, even on a football field where it's other SEC players, you still stand so much head and shoulders taller than almost anybody. Do you ever get tired of everybody in the room kind of turning over and looking at you when you uh, walk in? If it's an NBA player type thing, does that level of attention ever get old for you? No, nah, I feel like that's just something I adapt to, man. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I kind of enjoy it sometimes. Sometimes, you know, I'd be like not in the mood, so a little shy. <laughs> I'd be trying to duck down a little bit, but – Nah, I mean, it's it's something I for sure adapted to since growing up. Well, Dog Nation's really glad you came to Georgia. Congratulations on a great season. We'll see you on Saturday, okay? Yes, sir, thank you. How about that? A chance to talk to Darnell Washington right there. How much fun was that there a moment ago? Uh, great to be able to see that. And obviously, he's clearly having a good time and enjoying himself right now. We are there as well. Here's a little bit of a shot of the very unusual-looking Peach Bowl mascot. Uh, some strange stuff there. As, uh, by the way... Uh, Cedric Von Brian Granger continues to do his uh, artwork there. So we're going to walk around here. We're going to see a little bit more of what we can see. In fact, let me do this for a moment. Let's go ahead and do a quick pause here and give a quick shout out to some of our sponsors as a part of this Go for 2 and 22 special. And we'll come back. We'll talk to some more guys. I see uh, Christopher Smith right over there. Uh, I see Jamon Dumas Johnson right over here. Uh, so let's do a quick pause here for a quick timeout. And then we'll come back and hopefully talk to some more Georgia players here coming up in just a moment. Dog Nation's postseason coverage, Go for Two in 22, is made possible by our partners, including Georgia Farm Bureau. With local agents all across the state of Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau is the home team. Find your agent today at gfbinsurance.com. Discover Dunwoody. Stay at one of our nine hotels and enjoy easy access to two MARTA stations, which is just a short ride to downtown. Visit discoverdunwoody.com slash dognation to book your stay today. Royal Caribbean. Reserve your cabin on the second annual cruise with Dog Nation in April. Visit royaldogs.com to reserve your cabin today. And now, back to the show. It was Johnson watching him meet some reporters here right now. We're seeing him squeezing a couple of questions for Jamar here as well. All right. Now let him jump on me. You obviously follow a great legacy of inside linebackers in Georgia just in the Kirby Smart era. How much do you pay attention to what obviously McCoby did last year, what Roquan did kind of prior to you getting here? And I guess how much do you kind of think about their games when you kind of try to model what you've obviously done to such a successful degree here this year? You know, last year, you know, McCoby took me under his wing. Um, the whole linebacker room took me under their wing last year. Um, just paying attention to the small details, uh, you know, just – Point, you know, helping them. They helped me point out certain things, uh, you know, just to notice um, officer tackles and the backs and the play recognition, just things like that. Um, you know, I don't try to model my game after them, but, you know, I, I take I take good pieces of the game um, try to mode into me. Yeah. You were kind of praised as a leader before you became a good football player, at least before we saw you being a good football player in the field. Is that something that came naturally for you? Did you have to learn those leadership qualities? What's been the, I guess, evolution of you as a leader Kirby Smart would say that's one of the most important attributes you bring to this game. Uh, yeah, it definitely came natural. Um, you know, when you're stepping up, trying to be the guy, um, especially at this um, inside linebacker position, you don't have no choice but to be a leader. You know, the voice comes from the, the middle of the field, um, in the middle of the defense. Uh, that's what I play. So, 
I had no choice but to uh, step up and be that. And then last thing for you, what is important about stopping Ohio State on Saturday? What's going to take this towards the defense? Just not really. Just do what we do best, man. Just lock in and play our ball. Appreciate you being here. Thanks for your time. So good stuff. Getting a chance to talk to Jamon Dumas Johnson right there. That's a, a lot of fun. We see Christopher Smith right over here there as well. We'll see if we can talk to him. Uh, as I said before, you see folks there on hand kind of doing some of this there as well. Uh, we may walk around over here this way and just kind of see what we can find. So the way this is working is we're here at the College Football Hall of Fame. We're in the main floor of the uh, Hall of Fame. And so over here, the SEC network sets over here. Big Ten network over here. I can't quite tell but you have the various cable networks here and they're talking and they're doing all of this. There's another room of Georgia players that we haven't yet been to yet. There's a Nolan Smith over here there as well. You'll see our Connor Riley busy getting a uh, little bit of a one-on-one -on -one conversation with him. We'll let Connor do that. You'll obviously see more of that on the Dog Nation video channels later on. Let's walk to the other side of the room here for a moment. We haven't had a chance to, uh, to see folks here yet on that. I'll show you some of the sights and sounds as we do. Some more Georgia players we haven't had a chance to talk to yet, including I see Lad McConkie over here there as well. So let's go ahead and see if we can get a little bit of an update on Lad about his uh, health status. Uh, you'll see everybody Chip Towers doing that there too. Kenny McIntosh over here, Xavier Trust there as well. Kenny, we're live on Dog Nation. We ask you a couple questions. What's going on, Dog Nation? What's happening? Hey, first of all, congratulations on a great season. How much fun have you had? You've been a big part of this offense this year. Obviously, you've kind of helped propel this thing. Has it been fun kind of being in the role that you've yeah, been man, in? it's been real fun. Like, I've been waiting on this moment my whole career in college. So, you know, for me to be able to be in this moment right now, of course, I'm going to take full advantage of it, enjoy every moment of it. Uh, even here, just being there with my brothers, I'm having fun. Um, but, yeah, this year definitely was a hell of a year. I'm going to remember it last year's too. So. Obviously, Dog Nation's so happy you're still a part of this. How difficult was it to be patient through the time? I mean, you know, listen, you're going to say the right things, you're going to do the right things. But, listen, you're a good football player. You want to be playing, you know. How much was that a challenge to say, hey, if I wait my time, I'm going to get my moment. Was that the kind of thing that came easy for you, or did you have to remind yourself? No, nah, that came easy for me. My dad was always in my ear. I thank God for a father figure in my life because he, he always told me that you know, patience is key. Your time will come. And when you, you get the opportunity to take full advantage of it, God will prevent you with opportunities. So, um, me going into college, me coming here, I already knew what time it was like. I know I had to earn my earn trust, earn trust here because they already had guys that can run the ball as well here. So um, I had to you know, stand out differently. So earn my spot on the special team bus, earn my spot on the bus. I mean, sure. my special teams. And that just, you know, took me a long way. One of the things we love to see is those photos that Coach McGee will share of all y'all having like the cookout at his house and stuff like that. You know, you're from Florida, Branson's from Mississippi, uh, Kendall's from California. How much of a bond have y'all been able to form together under Coach McGee and just getting a chance to kind of hang out? You're obviously sharing carries, but you're sharing a lot of time with each other there as well. What kind of bond do you have with these other Georgia running backs? Real, it's a bond, like a brotherhood, like I always say. Um, these guys, we, we grow so much love for each other throughout the time we spent with each other. Uh, we learned about each other. We learned about each other wise. Like, why they, why they out here doing what they're doing? So that brings us more connected. This team is all about connection. And, just knowing each other wise and why we go out there, why they do what they do. And um, the running back room is really uh, a room that's going to be connected for life. Because even when I wasn't here talking to Nick and Sony and them, they 
they it's a brotherhood. Like I can reach out to them whenever I want to. That's how connected we are, even though they're not here. But we're still giving contest. One of the things we talk about at Dog Nation is go for two in 22, the chance to win a second national championship. How much fun is that? Obviously, you can't look past Ohio State. But just be back in this position again, right? Because a lot of national champions don't get back to the playoffs, and some don't. You guys are back in the position to do that again. How satisfying is that to know that you've answered the national championship with what's a 13-0 season and being back in the college football playoff? Is there a sense of gratification in that? I'd say definitely. Um, last year was a year to remember for sure. But this year, the way things been going, this team has been showing so much composure, resiliency, um, connection and stuff like that. So being here this year, this year time around, I can say right now, um, the job is not done. Like you said, I can't look over past Ohio State. Sure. I'm not looking past to the, sure. the Natty right now. So I just say, yeah, the job not done. We got things to do. <laughs> and, um, I'm just happy where we at with this team because how we answer bills or um, we answer bills sure. and answer the, like negativity. I'm yeah. thinking of where That's I great answer. Great right? answer. Yeah. Listen, thanks for your time. Best of luck on Saturday. Right, thanks thank for spending you. time with us. Great stuff there with Kenny McIntosh. We've also got uh, Tate Rattledge, Xavier Truss here there as well. A couple of Georgia offensive linemen. You know, if we talk for a second? So we're live here on Dog Nation. First of all, congratulations on a great year. And in addition to seeing in the football field, we've also seen you kind of grow your media presence there a little bit. You host a podcast. You're obviously kind of a factor in the NIL world. People pay attention to your hair. Um, how much fun has that been for you to get a chance to kind of show your personality sort of off the field in a way that maybe previous players of previous generations might not have given a chance to do? Uh, it's been great, actually. The podcast has been a really fun way for, I think, everybody we've had on to uh, just kind of express themselves beyond football. Um, so me and Ryan have a great time with it, have great guests on. So we really have fun with it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And when you look ahead to Saturday, obviously we know – how big the Georgia offensive line is going to be, you know, huge, you know, challenge, obviously for Ohio state. And then uh, conversely uh, for them thinking about you, what's your take kind of as an analyst here for a moment, what's your take on what that battle is going to be like down the line of scrimmage? Obviously so much has been made of the physicality of both teams coming into this. Uh, like you said, it's been really physical. They play hard, play with great technique, great pad level. Um, don't really take plays off. Uh, I think they're really good up front, and it's going to be a great challenge for all of us. Got a chance to see a little bit of Georgia practice yesterday. The sense that you get is, hey, it's actually way different when uh, the media's not there and the, the cameras aren't turned on. For those of us who don't get a chance to see, you know, the full, I guess, extended Georgia practice, what's it like going through that grind every day? And what has that done for you as a player to kind of be challenged the way that we're led to believe these Georgia coaches challenge guys? Um, it's intense. It's physical. Um, and in, in, in terms of what it's done for me is it gets me ready to go. Um, I, I, I think we've had some games that haven't became close to being as physical as our practices are. Um, we really go out there and compete every day. And I think uh, everybody here will say that it's really worked out for us. So last thing for you, you know, last year, I think it, you're probably on the doorstep of maybe having a very successful season. Obviously, injury takes place. Has that changed your perspective at all? Has it made you maybe more grateful or maybe more appreciative of knowing that, hey, nothing's guaranteed in life. And so if I get a chance to go out there as a healthy player and take some snaps, maybe I better ought to do that because obviously we saw in 2021 that could be taken from me very quickly. Definitely. Uh, don't take it for granted anymore. Um, like, like you said, it's just, it's just like that. One snap taken away from you. Miss it for a year. So definitely don't take it for granted. And I'll definitely a lot more thankful to be out there. So well, Tate, we're thankful for you as well. Grace, uh, best luck on Saturday. Okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. Good stuff there from Tate Rowlands, the Georgia offensive lineman. We're having a good time there on that. Uh, you got Walter McClendon over here too. We'll see if we can sneak over and get a little close to him. Um, you've got uh, the Huggles, the uh, Peach Bowl mascot, getting doing Kobe Smart here. 
I can't get too close to Kirby right now. Let's walk around and see who else we can kind of see in some other places. And we'll see if we can kind of do a little bit better job with that. You got Brock Bowers over here. We may get a chance to talk to Brock here in a moment. Uh, let's do this. I'm going to put the camera on Brock, and then we may try to get a little closer and speak to him there in just a moment. Oh, no, he's, he's, he he's going to talk trash, which is uh, nice. That's probably, probably what it hit. That, that would really get me more ready to have. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's solid to have so Brock's still doing a TV interview. Is there anybody else we can get to quicker? I wonder about some of these defensive guys over here. You see some guys kind of lined up and talking. So this is kind of how it goes. So if you want to really want to know what it's sort of like with a media thing like this, you're just sort of turning around, looking to see you can see, see you get a, get a chance to talk to. And obviously for the purpose of our live video audience, we want to try to get as close to some of these guys as we can. So going over and try to get to Kirby Smart right now, probably not a great idea. You may be able to get over here and talk to Warren McClendon. Let's see if we're able to do that. Uh, we'll see what Warren's able to reveal to us about his injury situation. Warren, you mind if we ask a couple questions? You're live here on Dog Nation. Obviously, you've been one of the most talked about players all week long. And I know you know what I'm going to ask you. How healthy are you? How ready to play are you on Saturday? I can't really answer that question right now. <laughs> you got to ask Coach Smart. I understand that. Yeah, but anything else, I guess. What's it like, I guess, having so much attention on you? And I understand the idea of, listen, we don't reveal all our secrets. We don't give that away. But is it ever weird to know that the entire, at least the world, as far as we define it here in Georgia and the SEC world, is kind of wondering about your status? Is it weird kind of getting this much attention in a situation yeah, like that? Yeah, it's a little weird. You know, especially being an offensive lineman, we really don't get that much attention. But, you know, every time I'm getting on social media, I'm seeing it, and I'm like, oh, man, people are wondering about me. You know, it feels good because everybody's worried about me. And they want to know what's going on, but. Well, I'll ask you a couple questions that you can answer. I talked to Senator Von Prine about this a little earlier. He said during spring practice that you guys wanted to win with Joe Moore. I don't know if thought you were going to. You were a finalist. You know, how motivated is this team? You know, not necessarily, I don't want to say chip on the shoulder. That may be the wrong way to say it. But you guys obviously believe the best offensive line in the country. Most Georgia fans think you should believe that. So how much do you guys want to go out there and prove that? Whether you're a part of that or not, we'll find that, I guess, on Saturday. How much does this group want to go out there and show what they're really about as an offensive line? Oh, yeah. You know, anytime we step on the field, we want to show the world, you know, what this offensive line is about. And especially, you know, with the Joe Moore with us losing, you know, that, I hate it for us, you know, because we worked hard for it all spring, all summer. You know, this season, we worked hard for it, and then, we got so close and then just come short again, you know. And to the same team, you know, the committee, the uh, Joe Moore committee, you know, they gave it to the best offense line that they believed. So, you know, can't fault, you know, fault them for that. But, you know, we thought we were the best and we just want to prove that we're the best. Last thing for you, the McClendon name has meant a lot at Georgia for a long time. How proud is it for you to kind of continue that legacy with your own career? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very proud, you know, to continue that legacy, you know. I know growing up in a... Throughout the recruitment stages, I used to mess with my grandmother, say I wasn't going to Georgia and stuff like that. And she was like, nah, you're going to Georgia. And I was like, yes, ma'am. But, you know, just the you can't make grandmama mad, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't make grandmother mad. But well, listen, to... Georgia fans hope they see you on Saturday. Yeah. And if not, in Atlanta, maybe we'll see you in L.A. after that. So yes, best sir. of luck, Warren. Okay. Good stuff there from Warren McClendon, the uh, Georgia right tackle. Obviously, a whole lot being talked about him right now. And uh, not wanting to reveal too much information. We'll kind of see how that uh, plays out. Uh, we got uh, Georgia wide receiver Marcus Rosemi Jackson. I'm going to ask a couple questions here for a moment. Of course. You are live on Dog Nation right now. And you've obviously had a great season here for Georgia. Coming back off a terrible injury in 2020. I remember seeing that when it happened. Uh, it was one of those injuries that you don't want to watch the replay yeah. of. How scary was that for you 
when I don't know if you've seen the video up there as well. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah, I've seen the video. Uh, I mean, how scary was that for you, knowing your entire career was kind of called into question that particular moment? Was that um, right? It wasn't. It wasn't really scary for me. It was just a shock that it happened. That the way it happened. Um, I had no doubt that my um my career would be over. Doctors told me that at first on the field, the doctor told me that it was just a dislocation. So I was ready to go back into the locker room, put some tape on, and get ready to go back out and play. But I wasn't able to do that. But um, Georgia did a great job taking care of me after the um after the injury. Um, I actually came back way faster than I was supposed to come back. So thank you, um, thank you to Georgia and the fan base that has that supported me, and the, um, thank you to the athletic training crew that uh was able that's able to take me to rehab and get me to get me to come back stronger. When Georgia fans look at you this year, I think they consider you rightly so a very dependable target for Stetson Bennett in this passing offense. Have you felt comfortable? Have you been satisfied with the productivity that you've shown? You clearly have been one of the more, I think, favorite targets of Stet here this year. How do you feel about the season you've had here this this far? Um I feel like my season has been pretty good. Um I've just been thankful for the opportunities that I've been given to make plays whenever my nose been called. Um I, at the end of the day, I, I just do my job, play football, play the game I love to play. And whenever my number's called the bigger play, I just that's that's the time that I step up, that I got to step up, whether that be making the catch or making the big block. So, What's Brian McClendon been like as a wide receivers coach here this year? Oh, he's been great. Um, he came in with great energy that we needed. Um, a lot of new – he taught us – he came in like – a lot of new knowledge. He taught us a lot of new things that we didn't know. Uh, he's he's very he's hard on us. He wants he wants the best for us. Um, he's on us on our academics and you no know, stuff life life and stuff off the football field. And he just wants to see us grow and be great. Um, be great young man. And then last thing for you, you know what is it about the Todd Munkin offense? You know I'm not an X's nose expert. Most people watching us right now would probably say they're not either. So as someone like yourself who is ingrained in this each and every day. Mm-hmm. What's interesting to you about the Todd Munkin offense, and what is it that's allowed so many of you and your teammates to kind of thrive here this year? Um, you know, just the variety of plays that we have, and like being able to get the ball into um other everybody's hands, everybody have a chance to get the ball. Um, it just, but all that won't be um possible without the execution of the offense and the O line, the D line. I mean, the O line that was in the receivers and tight ends. It just so everything really goes together. We all we all have to buy into the offense. At first it was hard to buy in, but once we bought bought into the offense, we we embraced it, embraced it. We embraced our roles in the offense and we just do our job and execute. We'll see you on Saturday, all right? Yes, sir. Thank Great you. stuff there from Marcus Rosemary Jack saying terrific wide receiver here for these Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, a lot of fun to talk to these guys here today. Um, it's getting a little easier to get over to Kirby, but probably still too deep of a uh scrum for me to really give y'all anything too good hopefully you're enjoying some of this here right now brock bowers we kind of get a little closer to him here maybe in a moment we've got 14 minutes and 24 seconds left on uh, some of this here right now so we'll get a chance to talk to uh some of these guys here in a little bit including linebacker smile mon and having a chance to talk to him here for a little bit there as well uh smile you're live on dog nation might answer a couple questions for us here right now yeah no problem uh, first of all congratulations on a great year uh one of the things we hear said a lot is the connection that you and your teammates have, you know, getting a chance to know each other. Kirby's pushed that a lot. What has it been like to, I guess, kind of grow with your teammates here over the course of the last couple of years? And now you're in a much bigger role than you would have been before. What's that experience been like for you personally? Uh, it's been fun, really. Uh, just getting to know new people, you know, new brothers and stuff, you know, working every day with them. So you getting to know them, it's been real fun. 
you obviously had a big spotlight on you before the year began because, I mean, let's face it, Georgia was amazing at linebacker last year along the way to winning a national championship. And a lot was going to be asked for the guys stepping in place with so many of those guys that moved on to the NFL. You know, how, how motivated were you before the year began to show people what you're all about? And I guess how satisfied are you now to know that you're 13-0, and you're right back here with a chance for the national championship, that you are certainly continuing the legacy those guys put together last season? Uh, my man, could you uh, repeat the question? Sure thing. I'm sorry. Uh, just how much fun has it been, I guess, following the footsteps of what those guys did in 2021? Uh, it's been real fun. Honestly, it's been a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. When you look at Ohio State on Saturday, what's it going to take to stop this offense? Just feel like us working together, 11 as one as a defense, and then other units all working together. How about being back in Atlanta now for the third time this season? What's well, been made of that as a player yourself? How big of a deal is that for you? For me personally, it's not really a big deal. Like, I honestly don't think about it too much. You enjoy going and got a chance to see some of the sights here over the course of the last couple of days? I mean, it's like right now, I live probably like 35, 40 sure. minutes from here. So sure. I, it's nothing new. Well, listen, Smile, thanks for your time. Appreciate you being here. Best luck on Saturday, okay? Good stuff. There with uh, Smile Mondin, a terrific Georgia linebacker. We've got Jamel Walthour over here there as well. You might have to ask a couple questions. Uh, we're live here on uh, Dog Nation. And I was talking to uh, Smile a moment ago about the fact, you know, last year's defense, obviously long way to win a national championship, created quite a reputation for itself, quite a legacy for itself. You guys this year knew you're going to have big shoes to fill and get 13-0. and You're playing for the college football playoff again. How do you feel like, I guess, the last year has gone, these previous 13 games? How proud are you of the fact that you're kind of right back here in the same spot again? Yeah, uh, of course, we're pretty, uh, really proud of uh, where we're at. But, um, it's just like, like I said before, it's a standard of Georgia. So it's like, it's not like we expected to be worse than we were last year or something, but we just had a standard to uphold. So it was just, we had to come in and work each day to put that uh, sweat equity in so that we can, you know, be where we were last year, last year or even better than we were last year. Trey Scott's one of those guys that has become very popular with Georgia fans because you guys have had so much success. And yet, in some respects, maybe some fans don't feel like they know him too well because he's not the head coach. You don't hear from him quite as much. Yeah. You know, kind of behind the scenes, what's something you could tell us about Coach Scott, you know, what he's like, how it is that he's created the uh, connection and the bond that he has with you as players, yeah. and really what it is that's allowed you guys to be so successful. Uh, well, first, he uh, treats us as, like, you know, a family. So it's like a brotherhood in there. And he teaches, like, real-world stuff before the football stuff. So it's just, like, you have to, like, you have to have respect for him. So it's just, like, you know, each day when we come in, we love working for him. We love uh, being there with him and uh, being in the meeting room. Uh, and he teaches us uh, amazing things, like, on the field, technique, all that stuff. And then, like I said before, real-life uh, situations. So those go a long way with us. And then they just stick with us throughout. It's been a great season so far. Georgia fans want two more wins. So best of luck on Saturday. And then we'll see you at the stadium, all right? Good stuff there. Tremel Walthour, the terrific Georgia defensive lineman. We're getting a chance to talk to him. Uh, you got Javon Bullard over here. I want to see if we can find a couple of more coaches. We really haven't talked to a coach since we talked to uh, – I got Jalen Carter right over here to my left. Uh, Mike Griffith is talking to him right now. Uh, Todd Monken kind of holding court here for a moment. He's got some reporters around him. We only have 10 minutes left, so I want to try to make good use this time. So let's see if we can find somebody that we can easily get to, easily talk to. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun to be able to do. I may walk into the other room here for a moment, see if we can find somebody in there. I'll give you a shot here at the SEC Network. This is kind of behind the uh, scenes shot at them. You see Tim Tebow, Darnell Washington on camera with them here right now. Just kind of walk over. I do see Jack Pudlesny there as well. Let's talk to Jack. Jack, you mind if we ask a couple questions for a moment? Yes. Uh, you're live here Dog Nation. First of all, congratulations. Great college career. I know you Thank announced you. that you're on your way to the NFL. Thank you. What went into that decision? I mean, obviously, it's fun to go be an NFL kicker. But beyond that, 
Uh, what went into the decision to say, now I'm ready, now I'm time, and I'm ready to move on? Yeah, you know, after five years, I felt pretty prepared. Um, on top of that, I felt pretty confident that I'm going to be able to get my degree at the end of the spring, my master's degree. Um, and so that kind of, you know, just it catapulted my decision. Let's let's do it. So obviously, when you came here, you had big few shoes to fill because Rodrigo Blankenship had been a huge fan favorite and very successful kicker. And you've certainly followed up on his career with a great career of your own. What's that process been like? Because I think for the average fan, maybe we sort of feel like we have an idea of how you become a good quarterback or how you become a good offensive lineman. But yeah. how you become a good kicker may be a little foreign. I would say it probably is to me. So what's the process been like? How much of it's physical? How much of it's mental? You know, your own maturation process. How would you describe how it's played out? You know, I'm still maturing every day. Um, but I'd say kicking's really I I mean, at least 50, but I'd say 70% mental. You know, I have Drew Brandon as a sports psychologist to be able to help me, um, you know, through the ups and through the downs. You can never you can never be too high, but you can never be too low. Um, and so it's riding that fine line. Um, and, you know, coming in after Rodrigo, I knew I had big shoes to fill, but I knew that, you know, I was creating my own story, my own, like, story of success. And hopefully I've done that. But, you know, for me, it's never enough. I would like, I wish I could say five more years and, you know, sure. keep building, building, but um, I feel, you know, like I've, I've cemented my, my status as a, a good kicker at UGA. Given the fact that what you do is so different than a lot of the other positions, has it been an extra challenge to make yourself feel as much a part of the team as you want to knowing that, you know, the job that you do, obviously very, very important, but it's a little bit different than what the other, you know, 10 guys may be doing in the field or 11 guys when you're not out there. What's that been like? being a part of the team in which the job you do, maybe a lot of your teammates don't really understand exactly what goes into. Yeah, I don't, you know, my teammates may not understand what goes into it, but they show me the respect that they think I deserve. And so they make me feel loved. They make me feel a part of the team. And especially as we know, you know, that it's not going to be, you know, we're not going to be happy all the time. We're, no one's going to be showing us love that, you know, maybe we deserve, maybe we don't deserve. Um, so it's just taking those times that they do show us respect and do show us love um, to just, you know, gather our thoughts and know that we, we are loved. Well, I can say this for your teammates and the fans there as well. It's a nice feeling to know that you don't have to think too much about what's happening with yeah. the field goal. Uh, you've done a great job locking Thank that you. down during your career. So best luck in the next level. I okay. Jack Bud Lesney there, the great Georgia kicker, uh, spending a little bit of time with him, just kind of walking around, having these conversations. Let's go in the other room here. And uh, this may end up being a dud, but uh, there is another place to kind of talk to some folks. And we'll see if there's some interesting folks to discuss here. As we walk by, I just want to give you a little bit of a shot here. We only have a couple minutes left. So I'm going to do this quick. That, folks, is what it's all about right there. That is the College Football Playoff National Championship Trophy. That's the Peach Bowl Trophy. They are on display here right now. Get a chance to maybe uh, see Carson Beck right over here. Maybe getting a chance to talk to him. Um, let's see uh, who else is over here. I'm trying to walk around, see who we see, see who we get a chance to talk to. I'm looking for some more Georgia coaches. Nolan Smith is over here there as well. See if maybe we get a chance to talk to him. Like, so we only have a few minutes left. I want to make sure we make good use of this time. I was looking for some coaches when we walked in here, and well, thus far that hasn't worked out too well. We have Kiaris Jackson over here. How about Kiaris Jackson? Always a good guy to talk to. Kiaris, do you mind if we talk to you for a couple seconds, a couple questions? Your life here on Dog Nation. I, I, I got to ask you about this. Your phrase that I guess became popular the other day about putting some numbers on the wall. I love that phrasing. Was that yours to begin with? Did you hear that from somebody else? Because we've heard Kirby use it since you used it. Where did the idea of describing in that way, you know, putting numbers in the wall, whether it be SEC championship, national championship, where did that come from? Really, it came from my thoughts, honestly. But just the fact that knowing 
that, I mean, we always talk about winning championships and when we walk in the team room every day, of course, we have like our numbers on the wall. And once you look at the years and start thinking about it, like we haven't done much in recent years as far as like winning championships. That's been something that we want to accomplish as a team and like we're in the right position now to be able to accomplish those goals. We're excited about it and we're still moving towards that goal by at least putting a, a championship on the board as far as national championship. Yeah, one of the things I told our audience is, you know, if you haven't been to the football building there, the athletic facility, you don't quite realize this, that the college ball playoff appearances is 2017, it's 2021. Like the years are up there. Those numbers are there. So it's one of those things that if you haven't quite seen that image, you may not fully understand the fact that the story of this program is sort of told by the years on that wall. And I'm obviously older than you. And so a lot of those years mean a lot to me. And I know for a lot of Georgia fans, it's very satisfying to know that another string of numbers is being put up right now. Do you get the sense of that, of how much fun fans are having on this ride? No matter, obviously, Georgia fans hope it's two more wins and a trip to Los Angeles, another national championship. But even up to where it is this point, do you get a sense of how much fans have enjoyed the ride you guys have kind of been on here over the course of last year? I can only imagine being a fan and, and seeing how much my team has grown. I mean, think about the SC championship. I was looking at yes, the last time in 2017, but look at the last time before that. That was almost 10 years ago. So like I'm just glad now we got to get our we have the opportunity now to give the fans something to cheer about something that they've been waiting a long time for which I know that they deserve and us as players deserve as well and we just we enjoying this journey just like our fans are and we are excited. So I finished with this. Um, you're a good person to ask this too. You've obviously had a good team the entire time you've been here, but offensively improved greatly in the three years that Todd Munkin's been here 20, uh, 2021 now 2022. As a guy who understands the actual inner workings of the program, the offense, what is it about Coach Munkin that has allowed this offense just to explode so much? And, you know, obviously the, the on-field success has been there, but just the actual offensive numbers have just gone up. How come that has happened? Yeah, he's like a genius in a way that he finds ways to get certain players on his team going and find what fits them and keep it moving. And I feel like he's a phenomenal coach in the way that he provides us with the knowledge that we need to go out there and be successful. And all our coaches do from that standpoint. And I think about our, I think about this coaching staff that was different from all the others was that they all work together in a unity that they find what's best for the players, not for what's the standard of Georgia. And if you look at it, I think we are top five on the third down this year. You know, we are top 20, top 15 offense this year. I mean, that has been like a tremendous growth for like Georgia, knowing what the standard is here. And what Coach Munkin has been able to do with us on offense has really been phenomenal. Saturday night's going to be a big one. We can't wait to watch y'all play. Yes, sir, Good stuff with Kiaris Jackson there, the terrific Georgia wide receiver, and also a wonderful spokesman for this team. Uh, I see Stacey Cyril's over there. We have two minutes and 54 seconds, folks. We do not have a lot of time here left. Let me go see if I can walk over here and see if I can squeeze in one quick question, Carson, back before all of this wraps up. Uh, um, where go? Okay. You might want to ask a couple questions, questions Carson. Um, First of all, uh, congratulations on another great year being 13 0 your live on the station, by the way. But congratulations. Obviously, how do you think your year has gone? It's a development year for you. A lot of folks are excited about what your future might be. How would you judge yourself over the last 12 months if I can go to I think it's been really good. Um, you know, I've learned a lot, and obviously, Stetson's had a great year. We've had a few blowout wins that I've been able to go in and, you know, get some invaluable reps. And I think that's the biggest thing to my development is, you know, getting into games and getting those live reps where, you know, all eyes are on us and on me. And, um, 
like I said, I mean, it's invaluable to my development. So that's the part we see. The part we don't see is in practice. How is that part of gone? And what have you learned from going up against the Georgia defense over the course of the last year, kind of fully as the number two quarterback now? What are those practice moments that are kind of away from fans and media? What have those been like? Um, practice has been really good, you know. And like you said, like our defense, I mean, obviously, has had an unreal year. I mean, they, they're so good. And obviously, they're really young. But, I mean, those dudes are – real good and obviously with the things that coach smart does and schumann and Muschamp and the ideas that they have i mean we see it all every coverage every blitz i mean obviously the mental side of the game and seeing all those different coverages and blitzes like i said i mean it's it's invaluable reps every single day and obviously it's helpful towards my development. i'll finish with this obviously you know if you could be the guy next year a lot of georgia fans you know are certainly looking towards that have you given yourself much of a thought plan about how you may try to take the reins of a leadership standpoint over the course of the next four months? Um, no, not really. I mean, obviously, like like I was, I've been saying on um, all day. I mean, it's really just day to day. I mean, I barely know what I'm going to do tomorrow. But um, obviously, just like each off season, um, just work my butt off and obviously just continue the connection with my teammates. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Good stuff there from Carson Beck, kind of right there at the buzzer. We get a chance to sneak in and get a little Carson Beck. Uh, so that's not too bad at all. So uh, that's really fun stuff. Um, I think this is just about wrapped up. I don't know if we're going to be able to do anything else or not. By the way, I'm working hard here right now. Um, I feel like this has gone pretty well. I hope that you feel that way. I feel like it's been kind of worth our time. Um, what we're going to do is, in a couple of moments, I'm going to kind of hang up on this and kind of go to more of a traditional video look. And we'll try to take some comments there on that. You see, at least CBS Sports walking around here. Uh, so we'll kind of do some of that here in a little bit. I don't know that we're going to get anything else from an interview standpoint. I'm going to try to just video Kirby walking. Here comes Kirby walking. We'll video him as he walks by. So that's a little bit of Kirby Smart walking by. You see Xavier Trust walking by there as well. Um, what else do we have? We're Muschamp over here too. Didn't quite get a chance to talk to Muschamp today. I looked for more coaches. We never we had we had shoot at the very beginning. Never really saw him again after that. We did ask Warren McClendon directly if he's going to play. <laughs> he said he couldn't answer the question. So uh, credit to him for just being honest and saying that, you know, he could have just made up an answer, but instead he told the truth, which is that he was told not to say on that. So that is that. We got Stetson Bennett here. I won't get a chance to talk to Stetson. The crowd around Stetson was always just too deep, but um, we got Jalen Carter walking by. Would you guys like to see a glimpse of Carter as he walks by? Of course you would. You can see the good character just oozing off Jalen Carter as he walks by. Just, I mean, just outstanding character, just just radiating off of him as he uh, exits the uh, facility here at the College Ball Hall of Fame where media day is taking place. I mean, it's sort of down to like last call at the bar type stuff right now. There's just not a lot of folks left here. I'm trying to see if there's anything interesting whatsoever to show you before we say goodbye. Um, even Stetson Bennett's gone now. So, I'll tell you what, we will do this. Let me, uh, let me just do this. Let me say goodbye to you all for right now. And I will be back live on video as soon as I can get it cranked up. I hope you enjoyed this. I think it was fun. You know, obviously you never quite know on the receiving end how it all goes. So hopefully it was good for you. I'm sorry I'm not looking at the camera. I'm trying to figure out where things are going. Um, hopefully this was a good use of your time. So uh, we'll kind of come back and talk more about what it was that we saw. Uh, if anything was learned, maybe some of y'all heard something that another player said that I wasn't talking to. But the basic purpose of this today was just kind of give you a little bit of an idea 
of what a crazy scene like this is like. This is kind of what, you know, bowl games are sort of about, that sort of, you know, large scale scene that you don't often get with something else. So we will uh, say goodbye to you for right now and then be back here live to react to all of it. Thanks for being with us on Go for Two and 22. And folks, we'll talk to you again here throughout the weekend here on Dog Nation. Thanks, me too.